If you are afraid you're going to, you lose something that you actually do have, what happens? You end up losing it. So imagine how that affirmation and belief works on something you don't have yet. It's never fucking coming, right? Like that's what they just showed me. If you were like, I hope I don't lose it. I hope I don't, I don't want to lose it. I'm scared to lose it. That's how you lose it. It's that kind of energy. So if you do that with stuff that you have, you'll lose it. If you do it with stuff that you don't have yet, you'll never get it. So you have to find a way to be okay without it. It's the only way. It's the only way. What is up, my fellow dreamers and soul searchers? Welcome to the Roxy Talks Manifestation Podcast, your raw, unfiltered, and unapologetic source for all things manifestation related. I'm Roxy Lee, and for the last decade, I have been researching and developing my signature 360 method, which combines behavioral science, quantum physics, and the law of attraction to help you manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Visit RoxyTalks.com for more info. Now, let's get into it. He said, why when something amazing finally happens with SP, something bad happens right after with them? The reason why you lose something or let's say when things are good, they go bad is because it's, it's, a, it's like a two partial thing. So one, we have this history of like things getting taken away or losing good things or like generally what I see is like people who have, whose parents like divorce and their kids if you had to move away, if there was like a death in the family, um, if parents were like inconsistent in their physical presence or emotional care, any sort of like shakeup inconsistency in childhood creates this back and forth energy. And so what happens is like you end up living out this pattern where the fear of having what, when it's good or just the, just the, experiencing the trauma of having the stuff taken away and things going bad every time it gets good, it leaves like an imprint on you and it's like an expectation. So there's this underlying thing that's happening. And then on the other side of it is like when it happens, you reaffirm it. There it goes again. There's that thing. How come every time it goes good, something bad happens? Because you have that definition, you expect it, it happens, you reaffirm it, cycle starts over again. So you have to do like double work. You have to work on healing the the stuff that happened in childhood and early life where things were taken away or things were in, inconsistent and then and work on not fearing worrying doubting expecting things to go bad or counting down when it goes bad again the last time you should ever say when something amazing finally happens something bad happens right after that's the last time you ever define your life like that from right here that's the last time today and then if it should happen again you continue to say not in my reality actually good stuff brings more good stuff i'm always glad when good stuff happens i'm excited when good stuff happens because i know more good stuff is coming and so even if the thing gets taken away you respond with see good things keep coming see they i keep getting good after good after good you don't give in to the story because if you give in to the story then you just start the cycle over again you got to start start with the next one. Guitar Bert says, if something bad happens, a form of self-sabotage? Yes. 
for sure. Because, okay, this is why. So it's a protection. It's a layer of protection because if you have one good day and then a bad day or like two good days and a bad day, then when you have the bad day, it's not, it's not as big of a loss than if you had like a hundred good days and then it all went to shit, right? Like, and that sounds kind of like that sounds dumb because now that I'm saying it out loud, it's like, well, that would be way better than every other day going bad. But it's more like the deeper someone gets in, then the worse it's going to be when they go away. So you're preventing them from getting too deep. And that's why there's always a problem after it gets good because if good brought more good and eventually the good's going to get taken away, then I don't want all this good being taken away. You know what I mean? Like, okay, back to the 100 days analogy. The 100 days would like every day would compound on each other, right? So it would get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then when you lose, the next time you lose, you lose 100 instead of one. Does that make sense? Sometimes the analogies are, I don't, I, it's hard to like verbalize them. Sometimes I see like graphs. Sometimes I see like little, like it's like a little gif or something, or like a little play or like a little commercial. I don't know how to explain it. Like a little video or something. Hey friend, did you know about my new monthly subscription synergy? This is your all-access pass to everything Roxy Talks. The answer to every manifestation question you might have is in Synergy. We're talking every course that I've ever recorded, every program, including 360 and our upcoming eight-week transformation we're doing on September 26th. This also includes every monthly master training, like the one called Move the Fuck On, hosted at the end of September. You get everything when you're a part of Synergy. It's the most no-brainer way to be a part of my world. You simply get it all. All courses, all programs, all meditations, all affirmations, a content library, and a private group of peers just like you who are committed to long-term success. Because that's what Synergy is all about. It's long-term commitment for long-term success. This isn't some one-and-done manifestation you're just trying to pop off and move on. You understand that manifesting happens every single moment for the rest of your life, and therefore, you're never done. The work never stops. And if this resonates with you, then you are who I am looking for to join me in my monthly subscription membership, Synergy. Head to roxytalks.com backslash programs or click the link in the description here on the podcast to join this amazing opportunity. And when you do join, I guarantee I'll see you soon because we have so many events and so many exciting things. There's no chance to escape getting a little FaceTime with me. So if you are ready for something long-term, you're not going anywhere and you want it all, Synergy is the answer for you. Every course, every program, every time. If you are trying to spy on SP stuff, mm -mm, that's not where you're supposed to be. Like, okay, let's talk about this thing, what I heard today with SP. You have to be willing to say goodbye. And let's just talk about it just in general with all things. It doesn't matter what we're talking about. If you can't get over something or like, you know, get over the the idea of not having it or like the circumstances or whatever, then you really have to work on like letting go and clearing that energy because do you ever see those commercials where they show like a clogged artery and like the little red blood cells like have a hard time going through because it's not like a smooth tunnel that's like what I just saw in my head so like you have to like clear out that junk in order for this manifestation to go any manifestation to go through and if you're not willing to get rid of the junk guess what's not fucking coming through smoothly it just can't so you have to always understand that like letting go does not mean giving up it doesn't mean you're never going to see them again or you're not going to get them but it means you you're willing to go there honestly not for pretend not to get the manifestation but for real and i know it's especially hard it's especially hard with things like money and love right because those are it's like the two most 
important things in our world. Security and connection. That's what everybody wants pretty much, right? So it's got weight behind it, you know, and it's like there's so much riding on it. So um, even though it is the most important thing, you have to act like it's not, you know, like there is like that certain level of playing it cool being a Chilosaurus Rex kind of thing. You know, you have to, I always see like, like the cool kid trope in high school kind of movie character, you know, like just that, like, you know, like just like the the person that like everything comes easy to that kind of energy. It's annoying that, you know, those type of people or whatever, if it's even a real person um, where this stuff just comes easy to them, but it's because they don't struggle against it and they just expect it. Besides that you said money is where you struggle the most. Yeah. Honestly, like as a coach, I've talked to like I've literally talked to lots, probably thousands of, at least thousands of people. I'm th- I'm trying to think face-to-face how many people I've talked to face-to-face a lot. And money and love are like by far the most common. Love is definitely the most common. Money and, and stuff is second. And then like health maybe is like, like later down, down the road. Anyways, yeah. So it's just, um, you know, it's like what's important to us. Aquarian says, I think many people do have a fear of losing the thing that they let go of. Yeah. And that's why you're not have you don't get it. That's why you don't have it. Like, okay, think about it like this. If you are afraid you're gonna you lose something that you actually do have, what happens? You end up losing it. Right. So imagine how that affirmation and belief works on something you don't have yet. It's never fucking coming, right? Like that's what they just showed me. Like, for example, I always say, I never say, like, I hope I don't forget, blah, blah. I always say, I always remember my stuff. I always remember my purse. I remember exactly where my purse is. I know exactly where my phone is. I always remember my stuff. I always remember my phone. I say that all the time. I have never lost a phone. I've never lost a purse ever, ever, ever. And I don't because I always remember it. So I make sure that I use the correct, like, even though I'm like paranoid about it, I use the correct terminology to, you know, put myself in the the right place to not lose it. Even though that's like what I'm talking about. I know like ultimately like that's just not going anywhere because I never, I always remember my stuff. So I can't even finish that sentence. So I always remember my stuff. And if I were to say the other thing, I might be someone that loses them all the time. I've had, I have other friends that lose, like lose a fucking purse a year, lose like a couple cell phones a year. And it's like fucking mind blowing to watch. Uh, no offense. I love you guys. And not that I don't do other crazy stuff on my, on my side, but that's one thing that I'm just not fucking around with. So I always remember myself. I always remember my phone. I always remember my purse. But like, again, if you were like, I hope I don't lose it. I hope I don't. I don't want to lose it. I'm scared to lose it. That's how you lose it. It's that kind of energy. So again, if you're doing that, if you do that with stuff that you have, you'll lose it. If you do it with stuff that you don't have yet, you'll never get it. So you have to find a way to be okay without it. It's the only way. It's the only way. Elizabeth says, and then you get it, but you're so scared you'll lose it. You push them away and you do. That's exactly it because it's the same energy. The same energy that loses it is the same energy that's keeping it away. That's what I'm trying to say. So it's like you have to, it's like you have to make peace with losing it. That's why. Like think about it like this. Again, the same fear of losing it is the exact, it's the exact same fear of not getting it. Okay. If you don't make peace with the fact that you won't get it or that it's you're going to lose it, the fear remains the dominant force. It remains the dominant manifestation. So it's like, and this is why like, I just, I really want to get through to you on this. Please hear me right now. It's not about giving up on it. Okay. You must understand that you have to diminish and 
dismantle the fear of losing it in order to fucking keep it. Do you not understand? It's not about giving up. It's about you have to be okay with losing it because the fear of losing it is too strong for you to manifest through. And so once that fear is gone, then you can fucking manifest them. Get it? Get it? It's not about saying goodbye forever. It's about dismantling and beating that beast that says you can't have it. Bitch, fucking try me. Do you get it? Like, I don't know how to explain it more. I just like, I feel like I've said it so many times. It's not about giving up forever. It's not to say you can't have it, but the thing that says you can't have it needs to be fucking beaten through and busted through or broken up in order for you to get it. How hell, right? Right? You have to beat that boss to get to the next level and you're just cowering in fear because it sounds really scary. But again, I'm telling you as someone who has done this successfully, I did this and it worked and we're still married. I did this myself, okay? It was what needed to happen in order for us to be who we are. I probably wouldn't even be Roxy Talks if it wasn't for him because he has allowed me to flourish and flesh this thing out without standing in my way in any way, without needing me to provide any other thing except to get through this. My part, the person I was with before this, I know I wouldn't have become this. I know I wouldn't have done it with that person. So the fact that I'm even sitting here is largely due in fact because I have a partner who let me, who gave me the freedom and the space and support to let me figure this shit out and fucking bring it to the world because nobody else believed in my shit. Nobody else understood what I was doing sitting at my fucking laptop all day, every day for years. No one else fucking got it. Okay. But he did. But I, I would, that we would not have that kind of dynamic if I had still held on to the story and not been willing to say goodbye to him when I did. And not forever. Again, I told you guys, we were friends. We lived next door to each other. I knew that he would not be out of my life. And maybe that had something to do with it. I, I, I knew I wasn't saying goodbye forever. I was just saying goodbye to like trying to make him want to be with me. I knew we would be in each other's lives. So that's why I was like, I need to cut this shit off now before, like, like I live next door to the guy. I'm going to fuck. We have the same friend group. I can't get away. Like I cannot get away. So like there was never this like goodbye forever and go fucking the now it's done. And oh my God, I can't. No, it was like, bro, I love you so much that I can't make, like try to force this anymore. And I cut the ties energetically and hours within hours. It didn't even take that long. It was hours. It was fucking hours. Okay. Hours later. And I was just me. I was just reveling in my fucking self. I was so proud of myself. I felt like I could do anything. I could feel like I could have anybody. And I knew I was going to find myself a fucking partner that night. And I did. And it happened to be the same person. But anyways, I'm just saying again, I'm telling you as a person who's done it themselves, I'm not telling you, this is not some hypothetical bullshit. I'm not saying, you know, they say letting go. No, bitch, I've done it. I was there and I did it all on instinct. So I wasn't trying to do anything. So I can tell you what a pure instinctual, like a real clean energetic cut. Like that's, I was not trying to get this man anymore. I wanted to have a nice relationship with him because he was my friend. He was my next door neighbor. He was one of my favorite people. I never stopped loving him. I always loved him but I could not 
try to force him into a relationship for one fucking second longer. I saw it for what it was. Like, let him be him. He did, I don't need him. I'm, I don't need him. I'm, I'm me. And that is what brought, that's what changed everything for us. And again, if that hadn't happened, I don't know who I, I don't know where I would have gone. I probably would have moved to California way earlier. I wouldn't have stayed in, I wouldn't have stayed in Colorado. I don't know what the, I'm, I'm not going to say, I don't know where it would have gone. I don't know what my life would have been like. I don't, and I don't, I just don't know if this would have happened because le, like he supported me for a long time when I had nothing going on except these ideas. And I was trying to make it happen. And there was, it looked like I wasn't doing shit. It looked like I was just freeloading off of him and playing around on my computer every day. But I knew that I had something and there would be something. And if I just kept doing it, I would figure it out. And he knew, he trusted in me. He didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but he trusted in me. And that combination, him helping me and supporting me and trusting me and letting me do this is why we're having this conversation right now. Okay, today's homework. Today's homework. I want you to create a new set, standard set of rules for yourself, a new definition for your life, a new metaphorical 10 commandments for yourself, if you will. And I want you to write it down or like type it up and make a physical copy and like put it up somewhere and put it up in maybe a few few places. Um, Because these ideas like, I guess I'm always going to be alone. Things are hard for me, whatever. Like they're so, that's like the infrastructure of your building. And like, it doesn't matter what color you paint the fucking walls. If the building structure says shit doesn't work. We really need to, I want everyone to rewrite their like rules of themselves. What is, what is, what, what does life treat you like? What is like this, you know, I'm just taking you, Dina, because we <laughs> we're fresh here and we've been talking about it. You know, I've been single for 36 years. I guess that's just what I get. No, I am very um, high quality and choosy, and I only let the best of the best near me. But guess what? The best of the best come to me easily, or whatever, or something. I mean, just we need to change the definitions of who we are because part of part of why you know we struggle with manifestation is that we're trying to manifest something that that contradicts a core belief or definition of ourselves and we're not willing to go there to go in that deep and uproot such a a deep rooted system in order to change our lives so i want you to go deep i want you to really think about what you think life is for you what you think it does how it treats you and we're rewriting that. I want you to come up with like a new, again, a new t- 10 commandments, a new set of rules, a new dictionary definition. And I want you to write it down, make a physical copy of it and then put it up so you can look at it and like maybe put it in a couple places and start indoctrinating these new ideas into your mind. Thanks everybody here. Thank you for being here. Thank you to yourself. Like I hope you go take some time to do something that makes you happy, pour yourself into your creativity or your passion. and love yourself. This shit's possible. You can do it. You got this. We're all raising our vibrations together. You have the power. I believe in you.